you know, you can build databases all day, but that just means that you've got more data to manage, you know? Mm-hmm. I have to keep telling people, reminding people in my organization of that, like, yeah, you want to retain all the stuff. Well, you need a librarian. Mm-hmm. You need a you need a DBA for all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not a DBA. <laughs> I think I think in my uh, Final Cut server and asset management days, I I think we said it in a different way, but the same I, same principle was we said in out. <laughs> this is yeah. basically if you don't manage and put tag the the data or massage it or put metadata or whatever it is, then it's going to be impossible to find, and that you're only going to get the same terrible results of what you put in. The, the nice way of saying that is garbage in, garbage out. Ah, the Americans. Welcome to the Mac DevOps YVR podcast. This podcast is about the Mac DevOps YVR conference in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. We interview guests and discuss topics around managing Macs using open source software products inspired by DevOps. Our goal is to encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community. For more information, see our website, mdoyvr.com. This is the Mac DevOps podcast. Welcome to the Mac DevOps podcast, where we talk about several well-known principles in IT systems and management design. Some politely call it garbage in, garbage out. JD, how are you doing? Uh, I took the garbage out. I'm doing doing pretty well. So happy new year to you. Applying all those great systems principles. Uh, we are also joined today by Shauna. How are you doing, Shauna? Oh, oh I'm hanging 10, man. You hang in there. I haven't, I haven't taken the garbage out, so oh, not man. yet anyway. I'm kind of sitting on a pile of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to the Mag DevOps podcast, where we remind you to, to uh, take care of yourselves, take out your garbage, and do all the things that you may have forgotten after um, 10,000 months of the year 2020, uh, as we <laughs> <laughs> lean into 2022. And um, oh, see, yeah. it's 2022. Part As two. In t- in part two. <laughs> yeah. Or T O O. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. So it, it could continues. be part two with the first part, was part zero in true, you know. Programmers start by counting from zero. So, yeah. What once was the Mac DevOps podcast is now the Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> As as we've all slid uh, into this pit of um, yeah self repair mental health uh, yeah the Mac DevOps podcast has fallen on hard times. Um, as we recover from our holidays, here we are to present with you some thinkings, some thoughts, and some ideas. Some about the conference that's coming up in June 2022, and some about random other things. JD, how's that conference going? I think we've been doing a little bit of planning. So uh, we uh, had a great meeting with Felipe and Felipe confirmed that uh, we should not change anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, which means that we're going to be virtual for for another year, which, you know, with whatever uh, Greek alphabet letter variant that we want to go with next uh, probably sounds sounds like the same thing to do. I know that other conferences have recently, who even were going to have watch parties, uh, have decided that, you know what, we're just not going to even do the watch party. We're just going to be virtual. So it's, it's a scary world out there. Put on your tinfoil hat, take out your garbage, and uh, check your backups. 
Wise words, wise words. Yeah, I think uh, we stepped up the production a lot, especially the first time we did it with Felipe. And I mean, I guess even last year, we had a live backup producer and live backup production system, which actually we had to use as the very expensive Mac Pro tower crashed a couple of times. <laughs> like, right. But nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. So that was awesome. And only one hot mic. So Only one hot good. mic. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, I say silly <laughs> things, and sometimes they're live. I think we are um, open to trying to change things a little bit, just trying to change the format, maybe make more time for the Q&A sessions, which are really popular because we'd always be doing our uh, live stream to YouTube. And then we'd go into Discord for live Q&A, which is a, a live audio sort of scrum. And um, I think maybe we'll try and s- spread those out a little bit more. We, I think everybody really liked the engagement and we could... And help speakers get to to the discord and, and, and kind of change gears and, and get into that interactive format off, off the zoom. Yeah. I mean, uh, Joel, Joel Rennick was always answering, uh, the discord questions live on YouTube, uh, in stream, which was a high bar to Joel's follow. A gem but... that, that, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he sets a new, new bar for, for live virtual conferences. And um, <clears throat> I think we're going to try and kick off some events in Discord as well uh, before the conference, uh, try to kickstart the book club again. We've actually had uh, people asking us to uh, kickstart the book club again. I'm hoping we can do a monthly sort of meetup in the Discord and uh, do some uh, book club and other stuff. Maybe watch some talks or watch some movies together or something, uh, do some fun things uh, to get the, the community together. Yeah. So if anybody wants to join, uh, reach out. And uh, if you won't need into the discord server let us know yeah reach out on twitter or on slack so matt how are those ticket sales going ticket sales oh well uh let me um push this button and make the ticket sales go live <laughs> Woo! oh wow i am awesome wow that, that podcast time can be uh can be lengthy sometimes <laughs> i just couldn't do it without your help jd and uh, shauna your Aww. encouragement uh... you got it dude <laughs> Yeah, so we're um, we've got ticket sales uh, are live. Uh, we've sent out uh, information to the sponsors that have contacted us. We've got some sponsors lined up. Uh, our website will be updated shortly, or it will have already been updated because we're so awesome and we own a time machine. But we do have a few more slots for sponsors, um, but once they're gone, they're gone. So if you're interested, please reach out. Nap those up quick, friends. Yeah. And um, I think it worked pretty well with Discord in the last few years and getting people together and making a live event where we spend a few hours over the course of a few days, four hours a day uh, as sort of like a half day and uh, just concentrated energy from everybody. Some great talks and great discussions and top-notch production levels from Felipe. That's really all it is, is a giant Felipe production and... But to make that happen, eventually we're going to have to call for speakers. So start start thinking about those those topics and those ideas that you're interested in presenting because pretty soon we're going to ask you to, to submit them to us. Don't be shy, y'all. I know that, you know, even if you're new or you don't know what quite exactly you want to say, we can help you get your, your ideas together. So submit what you got. Don't be shy. We're here to give everyone a voice and that's everyone everyone (laughs) and we love the quick talk so you know you you may have done something that is big to you but is kind of small in in presentation 
so go ahead and, and do that as a quick talk and make it five, ten minutes and let us know the awesomeness that, that you're working on there. I think uh, there's a, a low level of caffeine running in the uh, podcast host today. We're, uh, we're a little subdued. You know, it's uh, our first podcast since uh, Christmas slash the holidays slash maybe we had a day or two off or, you know, maybe it's our nap time. But what <laughs> we're ready to go for 2022. Who gets days off during the holidays in IT? That is the problem. When somebody gets the time off, then IT is sent to clean up the server room or log into those uh, you know, servers online, uh, wherever they are, in someone else's data center and update them and take services offline and doing all that cleanup. I know I spent Christmas Eve uh, rebuilding an entire network on, on-prem. There might have been there might have been some eggnog involved in, in making that happen, and that might have helped things go slower. I mean, faster or something like that. But uh, yeah, I know nice. I, I my my time off normally comes in January when when things finally settle down. The New Year's mm-hmm. happened, and folks have settled back into the routine. And for those dealing with on-prem, I've heard uh, stories of uh, extreme weather events like frozen pipes and burst pipes and water damage and uh, fun things for the holidays. So for all those in the trenches or in the frozen <laughs> server rooms, we, we feel your pain and uh, it's time to move to the cloud. TM. <laughs> Most of the time we're, we're fighting with too much weather inside the, the server rooms as in they're too hot and we're trying to cool them off. These days you could just leave the door open for the outside and have that nice arctic blast come through but don't don't freeze the pipes because when they drip down your server rack that's a bad idea well if you're uh, running your own servers and you're running your own storage and running your own on-prem backup systems then think about it think about not doing it anymore why don't you put it in amazon <laughs> aws never goes down um <laughs> I think the down detector was, uh, you know, like on fire because it, AWS was going down so often the last uh, month or so. But, um, Put it in the cloud, they said. It'll be safe there, they said. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to pick the right cloud. Yeah. And uh, diversify. 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 Yeah, that's definitely, yeah. I think, going to be a theme for this year is diversification. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to those talks from folks who are working to diverse, diversify their cloud offerings and, and yeah. uh, things I mean, like that. Block storage used to be only something that I dealt with with like an XAN, but now you can get block storage in the cloud. You can get any kind of storage. You can get S3 storage. You know, you don't have to just use Amazon. You can, lots of providers out there that do different kinds of storage. Um, so whatever you're storing, backing up, and there's a place for you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Time to uh, test, try, uh, hear from other people that are doing it, and uh, you know, join the Macmin Slack. Uh, give a shout out to anyone in Mac DevOps and about what they're doing and where they're putting their data and how they're running their servers. And I'm sure uh, this year's theme will be a lot of uh, cloud uh, stories about uh, servers in the cloud. I mean, the Log4j thing hit Jamf, and lots of other people that had servers, services, uh, things running anywhere. <laughs> you know, so it's definitely. Uh, what is it? How many years has it been? We've been doing Mac DevOps. It's like seven years now. Is it seven or eight? This will be the eighth year. So even more year. than when we started. And the whole reason we started this was that because we're moving to the cloud and we're, it's been eight years of moving more into the cloud. So 
Um, I'm sure we all have lots of stories and battle scars to share with other people. So we'd love to hear those talks and and uh, anybody who has more scars than others uh, can share their their uh, their band-aids and uh, their uh, remedies uh, for the rest of us. Mac DevOps, now with more cloud. Now with free band-aids. <laughs> Get a free band-aid pack. Um, Will that be the giveaway instead of Swiss Army knives? Band-aids? <laughs> After the first year, we gave away Swiss Army knives. This now we've come to realize that we should be giving out more band-aids. Uh, you guys are hurting yourselves with that cloud knowledge. Wait, there were Swiss Army knives in the first year? Man, yeah. that was the good stuff, huh? Well, they were all taken away by by the TSA when everybody flew home. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of frequent flyer travelers or a lot of experienced pro uh, travelers at our conference. So, a lot of people like to travel light, and so some people that didn't have checked luggage because who does that? You know, really. I mean, they got they they were telling me later that they got their you know their little Mac DevOps present taken away and. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's like every conference we had, I have the same problem. Where it's like we're trying to do too much, and they're like, "What? What's what's left to figure out?" And then uh, at the end of the first year of planning, I was like trying to do it, and I think we pulled it off in three or four months. The first one of planning, and then I was like, "What? Well, I, I want to give a present to everybody. That it's so nice of them to show up." And I asked my friend Ted, who's awesome and is, does our logos and everything. He's like, "Ah, oh, these Swiss Army knives are so cool," and I'm like. Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. It looks nice. Yeah, let's do it. Like, I can't. I can't make another decision to save my life right now. So we ordered some some cool Swiss Army knives. <laughs> I think I still have one somewhere, but uh, yeah. And that's why we made it that cool sticker in the later years of the Swiss Army knife Mac DevOps because it was a sort of something that will survive your TSA travel experience as a sticker <laughs> of a Swiss Army knife and to show that we have a lot of tools in our tool belt of Mac DevOps and. Um, you know, not all the tools are good, and some of the tools get overused. <laughs> uh, and to push that metaphor, uh, I've been playing with data and uh, JQ and massaging data. And I actually opened up some of my old shell scripting books because I had so many tabs open that I was crashing my M1 laptop. It just they runs out of RAM. So I actually opened a book, and I had some old shell scripting books from like a long ago that I never read. And I was like brushing up on my awk and my sed and xargs. And I was massaging data, and I'm like, oh, this is hard. Okay, I figured it out. And then I'm like, okay, now I got to do the JSON stuff. I'm like, oh, JQ, oh, how I hate you. And then massaging JSON data. I don't know how I avoided it for this many years, you know, maybe. So my question to you is, why are you avoiding Python, where JSON, <laughs> like, lives and breathes, and having to do JQ at, at the command line, other than you're comfortable with the command line that you're blowing dust off your memory banks to use <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that uh, that metaphor of me as a dust cloud of knowledge yeah i like that i like that i'm a tumbleweed of uh certain things i remember from unix uh yeah that, that describes me very well jd yeah i don't know i it's kind of like the cool kids in high school were drinking i didn't want to hang out with them it's like the cool kids with python i don't want to hang out with those you kids no way Forget that nonsense. I'm, I'm a tumbleweed of dusty knowledge. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bag of <laughs> Unix uh, tricks. Yeah. So how is it handling uh, multiple call requests to to an API in through the command through the shell command line where you have to balance like only getting X amount of records per call request and things like that? Is that is that just absolute fun or? Your question brings me pain and sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, just reading the man page and reading the API docs was enough. But no, 
a crown of thorns has many sticky points and this uh, <laughs> database saying that I can only get a hundred returns, you know, every time I talk to it. And then I had to like be very polite when I talk back to it. I mean, you are Canadian, you should be polite. So at least apologize to the database for accessing it. <laughs> I, I like to, uh, you know, um, get, uh, be on the bleeding edge. I mean, sorry, just running into walls and getting bloody noses. Uh, so yeah, I, that's fun. I'm, I'm sorry for everyone who's been before me doing all this JSON, JQ, or just JSON management. If you have any tips and tricks for how I could do everything better, uh, Matt's ears are <laughs> wide open and waiting for your hot tips and, uh, and suggestions for improvement. And uh, yeah. Maybe it's a time for an intervention. Maybe I just need to pick up that and when, Python. And when those those tips come back and say use Python, what will your response be then? I'll be saying you're holding it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> use Python. I'd be like, and then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there or you'll was go a... the Monty Python route and say, and now for something completely different. Yeah, I mean, on a on a past project, I worked with a friend, and we were using Jupyter Notebooks, which is like a Python sort of data science thing. But I didn't do any of the Python heavy lifting. I just sort of pointed at things. Yeah, it seems like Python and data science and manipulating data seems like yeah, it was almost made for that. <laughs> and that's right the theme of, of today's today's podcast: garbage in is garbage, garbage out. out. I'm going to do it on the command line and I'm going to make it work. <laughs> Shell scripting forever. I mean, I love awk. I learned some cool, I relearned some cool new tricks from my dusty old book and my dusty old brain. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, there's nothing more beautiful than a good one liner command with uh, X args and awk. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Fall in love. Says all the masochist. <laughs> You're nothing but pain in your voice. Pain and sadness. <laughs> no wonder you're so down. <laughs> and here, here I, uh, I took what was a just a mess of uh, Python, Perl, and shell scripts for a photo frame, and rewrote the whole thing in an evening into Python. Once I had the general concept of what what they were actually trying to accomplish, and it's all happening in Python magically. Python is powerful, Matt. You should come, give a talk or something, the, JD. Come to the dark side. <laughs> Join us. Join us for Python. As much as shell scripting and JSON is not fun, Python is just, yeah, it hurts my brain even more. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, there is the whole, like, indentation to... Oh, my God. Stop to, talking. Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Tabs versus spaces. We can start a war here just on this. <laughs> <laughs> Any language that has spacing as a, 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 just, you've lost me. Goodbye. No, that, you reminded me why I hate Python. No, thanks, Python. No, thanks. <laughs> you want, you want your, you want your semicolons and your, your uh, curly braces. Yeah. But I will give a shout out to this uh, cool new command that was posted by, um, sorry, I can't say your name properly. Uh, is it Yan Piet Menz? He posted this cool thing on Twitter where he has this command he created called Joe for uh, formatting text into JSON. So making your lives one less little bit miserable with a nice little command line tool. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to, uh, yeah, the, all the JSON fun you can handle. And So there's two of you in the world who are trying to do JSON <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the shell. Uh, all the people using JQ, uh, the lightweight and flexible command line JSON processor. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's the, yeah. Old school Unix nerds. I mean, is there any hope for us? 
Shauna, you're new school, right? Are you old school or new school? I am new school, as, as new school as it gets. But not a ton of coding in my, in my world currently. You're managing large systems, people, and, and everything, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's interesting, you know, find myself doing things I never thought I would do. But I guess, I guess that's technology, right? Yeah. Uh, that's you IT. Don't really know. Finding that's yourself IT. doing things you never expected. Yeah. You just walk into work and they're like, hey, this is on your desk now. And you're like, oh, holy crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, clean fun. Also, nice. garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> <laughs> does, that, does that apply to the big picture and these big systems too? It does. It does. Mountains of data, you know, somebody's got to manage all that data and somebody's got to archive it and put it away. And it's like tech debt is, I realize now that a lot of cybersecurity is just dealing with other people's like messes, right? Like, cleanup crew i used to think cybersecurity was like the the police but like now i know that gl we're just glorified garbage men <laughs> garbage women in my case <laughs> the but, garbage men and the garbage women of this world yeah we just we clean things up i was like oh no cybersecurity totally the police like definitely not the police definitely like <laughs> garbage men <laughs> putting on my suit for the dumpster fire <laughs> still, nice. still burning nice and hot for all these years for all these years especially in the winter there's nothing like a good garbage fire to like <laughs> eat you up when it's snowing out right keep you warm yeah maybe we should like really go with this theme and distribute like you know garbage person outfits for Mac DevOps this year, nice. like entire onesies. onesies. Go onesies, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it's coming back. Being in our pajamas and our onesies all day. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Giving people the tools they need. So first year it was, <laughs> first year was like Swiss Army knives, Swiss Army knives <laughs> utility knives, and and now we're doing full on garbage apparel. We've gone straight to onesies, the lifestyle brand, you know. Yeah, yeah. All aspects of life. Yeah, and maybe, uh, you know, if you have uh, topics for Mac DevOps, reach out to us in our call for speakers. If you have topics for uh, the podcast, if you want to join us and talk about, you know, other careers and uh, stuff, you know, you know, we're all curious about what's out there and other jobs and, you know, careers. What are, what, what have you changed jobs to? Is uh, a lot of people uh, changing jobs and changing careers, you know, IT to cybersecurity or you know, different disciplines and organizations or uh, verticals or whatever they call it, you know. What um, garbage are you dealing with and how are you, <laughs> how are you handling it? Exactly. Yeah, Let us know. It's like this big, great resignation right now, right? Where everybody's trying new things amidst the pandemic. Yeah, people are working from home and living remotely working remotely and certain companies are demanding people to show up in person or to live locally or live somewhere so some companies are some companies are literally hiring everybody right now i've heard of some companies just hoovering up people and and some companies are very remote friendly and have always been and or just now adapted and other ones are sitting there wanting to fill their empty offices so who's gonna win you know I think that the way of the future is the remote work lifestyle, but who am I? <laughs> but a yeah. mere but a mere garbage woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, my kids stayed home an extra week last week, and uh, they've been baking cakes every day. So I encourage kids to stay home everywhere. School, you don't need that. Bake cakes. <laughs> Bake cakes. I mean, and that's arugula. That's really important in life, actually. Like learning you how to can't, feed like, yourself. Yeah, that's like lesson. That's like the first lesson you should learn. You know, feed yourself and me as as your parent. <laughs> we <laughs> Bring encourage on the cakes. Yeah, we encourage kids of the world to learn how to cook and bake, and cleaning's good too. Cleaning up after you bake, oh well, you gotta learn things eventually, right? Yeah. Clean up your messes. Clean up your garbage. See, <laughs> all, all comes back to garbage. Clean up. Yeah. Clean up on aisle uh, Matt over here. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest mess of all. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us on this amazing podcast about garbage. Uh, see you next week. Well, we've outdone ourselves this time. Can you tell we're tired? Like, <laughs> we burn out. We just we, we showed be, up. We win a prize for showing fire to actually burn out. <laughs> yeah, the dump the dumpster fire never it never stopped. Yeah. Why should we? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I ran a marathon today or something. Man, I you finally know? made it to the pool again after a week of being away with the weather and everything. And so I was on prem trying to resurrect an XN that had suffered from a power outage from a burst pipe that destroyed the building UPS. Whoa. It'd been stable for five, six, seven years, but yeah, suddenly this frozen pipe burst and smoked a half a million dollar building EPS system. Whoa. <laughs> and the things that should not go down went down. And uh, XN, XN is great, but it does not like does not like uh, being turned off immediately like that. So, so what are you no. expected to be like a magician? That's more than garbage disposal. That's like more than garbage yeah. disposal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's magic. Like, are you a brain yeah. scientist? I know they were like, so when's the sand coming back up? I'm like, well, when the power comes back, number one. And then they're like, well, some of the powers, they rerouted around the UPS and we just plugged into the building, you know, mains power system. And I'm like, well, when the building power is stable and they're not going to just turn it off again, I'm not going to turn on systems for them to turn off again immediately. Right. And they're like, hmm, when's it going to come back up? I'm like, oh. <laughs> Whenever y'all can get a magician up in here, yeah, I got to use my on. disaster backup recovery plan. So, found out oh. that that kind of worked. <laughs> Wonderful! <laughs> you made All that right. for but, a reason. Yeah, but, but these plans only work as long as the other systems also fall in line eventually, and and that's something you have to consider. Is like, well, what if the power doesn't come back on? I mean, like Jen's parents. They're they've been without power. They're on backup generators for over a week now, and oh, wow. the internet's the internet's down. So what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's great. You yeah. have power, but the internet's not coming back up because trees keep falling over because you know I don't know it's flooding and half yeah. half the state's washing it into the ocean. It's yeah. Fine. I mean, when they first called me and the power was kind of on, they're like, "Come on, are you going to come in and put the XM back on?" I'm like. Is the internet working? He's like, no. I'm like, well, things are no. not really ready for yeah. everything. <laughs> so it's like all the power to the switches and all the server closets just closed. Like, why are you in the building? Like, like go home. Like, go, right? home. go home. Go <laughs> home.
There's a holiday. Like, I mean, I felt smart pushing the full backups ahead one week ahead instead of at the end of the month. I said, oh, because it's the holidays, I'll just push it like, you know, just like for Christmas and stuff. I'll just force it. But then like the power edge went and because the backups, the full backups take like almost a week because there's so many, so much that it crashed in the middle of it. So now that was a good lesson for me. I was like, I need to break up my full backups of these large SAN systems into smaller pieces so that they can be done and there's more recoverable points. So yeah, you know, but. The one good thing I, I set up was these, uh, I have these, I call them takeaway raids, basically like standalone raid systems that copy each sand volume. So literally, if there's a problem or a, you know, a huge disaster like this, you can literally take the raid with all the data from a certain like sand volume that's been synced every day, every hour. So that mostly worked, but I found one of the systems is flaky. So we plugged it into the editor system and he was like, it just like kept dying. <laughs> like, okay, Jeez. so this, this third line backup system is, you know, not perfect. And we got what we paid for in this raid system, you know, that was sort of cheaper than the sand, but, uh, yeah, you know, life gives you lessons. I mean, lemons, I mean, <laughs> lemon tasting lessons. Yeah. Um, the tape backup system survived though. We couldn't restore anything to a sand that wasn't existing, but, I also set up a nearline archive with rack mounted Synologies, which are a lot cheaper than the sand system. And they are actually rock solid and really good and survived. And yeah, the RS systems are pretty slick from Synology. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. really impressed with them and 10 gig backplanes on those. I think mm. they have the new series. that's going to have a hundred gig backplane. Yeah. Um, I've been, I set them up so I could restore everything from tape, all the tape archives to them so that they could be a buffer between the, the needing IT or needing a restore and, and maybe the tape library is not working or something and just go, Oh, it's on the nearline archive system. And the, the Synology has not disappointed. So it's been pretty rock solid. I think with yes. Apple, uh, uh, making XN CLI only and taking it out of server app, leaving profile manager, which no one in their right mind would use like <laughs> insert the server app. Like they took out all the useful things and left the only piece of nobody uses this app we actually all use real mdm or we're ridiculous these days but yeah i don't know i don't know i don't think xn's days are numbered they definitely updated it but making it cli only i don't know they they added a uh, steepness to the learning curve a little bit to, if you had to do a, a new setup now i mean yeah it's it's I mean, hey, I love command line. I'm Mr. Dusty uh, Tumbleweed here. You know, like, Tumbleweed memory. I can just uh, tell my clusters and clients, you don't need me. It's all simple and easy. Just type a few commands. <laughs> <laughs> documentation. Documentation. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. Not <laughs> documentation. Not oh. that. We're garbage men, not documenters. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Well, okay, with that, I think we should wrap this up. I think we should wrap this up. The Mac DevOps YVR conference and podcast is looking for sponsors. Support and encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community by sponsoring Mac DevOps. If you're interested in sponsoring the Mac DevOps YVR conference and podcast, send an email to hello at mdoyvr.com. Thank you to our awesome Mac DevOps sponsors. We would like to thank Mac Stadium, our platinum sponsor. We're also grateful for Mac Stadium's sponsorship of our hack night. Thank you, Mac Stadium. Visit them at macstadium.com. Our gold sponsor is Flow Swiss AG with their Mac Bare Metal instance. Thank you, Flow Swiss AG. Visit them at flow.swiss slash Mac dash bare dash metal. Thank you to our silver sponsor, Simple MDM. 
visit them at simplemdm.com. Thank you to our bronze sponsor, Teradici. Visit them at teradici.com. Our live feed is sponsored by Fleet DM. Visit them at fleetdm.com. And this year, our MDM panel is sponsored by Adagy. Visit them at adagy.com. Please take a moment to visit all of our sponsors. We could not hold Mac DevOps YVR without the support of our sponsors. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today for the Mac DevOps podcast. Thank you to our guests and thank you to our co-hosts. Today's episode was edited by JD Strong. Please like and share this podcast on your favorite podcast service. You call me a conference tease.